Welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast with your host, Mystic Women founder, Marlon. From topics like spirituality, connecting to spirit and psychic abilities to spiritual awakening, Marlon helps you navigate the world of spirit in a down-to-earth way. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast. I am so very happy you're here. There has to be a reason why you're here because the universe does not make mistakes. So if you're listening now, it is definitely because you have to listen to the messages that I am going to be saying today. There's definitely a reason why you're here. Perhaps you need to hear what I'm about to say. And I'm just very happy again that you are here with me in this space, in this safe space right now. And based on the previous episode that I launched, I decided that I will be basically getting a card for each episode. So I won't come up with a topic for the episode up until the day of the episode, in which that day I will draw a card from my Oracle deck, from one of my many Oracle decks. I have so many of them. And that card that I draw will guide the vibe of the entire episode. So again, this is not auditioned. This was not premeditated. It is just what the universe wants us to talk about right now. Now, the card that I drew, I have been getting these messages over and over again. There has to be a reason. There definitely has to be a reason why I am continuously bombarded with this message. Most of my Oracle decks will all be around the same subject whenever I draw a card. My tarot deck is also saying the same, and my intuition is also telling me the same thing. We will be talking about self-love today, a very difficult topic sometimes to talk about. I certainly know it's difficult for me. I will be getting very vulnerable in this episode because self-love, to be honest with you, it has been very difficult for me my entire life. I have struggled with this for as long as I can remember. To this day, I still struggle. I won't lie. I do struggle with self-love. However, aside from the self-love card that I got, I also drew out a card that speaks about perspective. And this is very interesting because it is precisely our perspective that we have to change when it comes to self-love. When we switch our perspective to that of appreciation and acceptance for ourselves, we can start to experience self-love. So it certainly is so interesting that this card came up. Also, the numbers on the card are the number four. Both of these cards have the number four on them. That is angel number 44. The number 44 is such an interesting angel number. It is basically talking about what the energy of the 44 is, is it talks to people who feel like they have fallen off of the right path. People who feel lost and like they're, they're not walking with their purpose. So the number 44 represents stability. It, it reminds you to find strength through stillness. It's a very powerful number that reminds us to avoid distractions, again, to find stillness within ourselves. And it's by finding this stillness within ourselves that we are able to understand 
the true value of ourselves. We're able to see ourselves through different eyes, through a different perspective. Going back to what I said about how difficult self-love has always been for me, when I'm telling you it's been difficult, it has been so difficult my entire life. Recently, actually a couple months ago, I'll tell you guys a little story. I was doing a meditation that required me to hug myself. It required me to envision, you know, to, to imagine myself hugging, hugging myself. And I couldn't do it. I tried to visualize it, but I felt repulsed by it. And I know repulsion is a strong word, but it's the only way that I can describe how I felt. I felt like I didn't want to hug that person at all. Like, I just didn't want to do it. And it shocked me. It really shocked me. I had never realized something like that. I I mean, how many people can say that they're repulsed by trying to hug themselves? I mean... That's a horrible thing to even say out loud. I, now that I'm, I'm saying it out loud, it, it really is difficult to wrap my head around it. But it's the truth. And I am here to say the truth and to be vulnerable. And of course, I, I had to go ahead and start journaling about what in the world was going on. I started journaling. I started talking to spirit. I centered myself every night. I promise myself that I would practice hugging myself. I would practice imagining myself wrapping my arms around me. And every night I would fail. So yeah, I started to journal about it. And I meditated about it. And then one day, it sort of hit me as to why this was happening at this precise moment in my life. Now, a little backstory. I've always been very, very hard on myself. Part of my healing journey has been to learn to not be so hard on myself because I I used to use being like, I used to use tough love as a sort of motivation, which is very ironic because I'm very, very kind to everyone. I'm only this mean to myself and I do not understand why. Well, I do understand why, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So through my journaling, I discovered that apparently I had never truly, truly loved myself. And it was shocking because I really didn't think that my self-love was so low. But then again, it makes sense because I always had so much trouble with self-care as well. And the amount of self-care you give yourself is proportionate to your amount of self-love. Taking care of yourself is an amazing example of, of what it's like to, to love yourself. Imagine this. What do you do to someone that you love? You care for them. You care for them a whole lot. You do things for them. Little things like give them flowers, for example, or whatever it is you do to show someone that you care. Well, I wouldn't do any of this. I would simply just practice tough love. Words like, you can do better than that. You can be skinnier, you can be prettier, you can be funner, you can be funnier. It was always like that. It was always a scarcity mindset that I had, that apparently I I believed that I always had to do more in order to be better and better and better. And I never really accepted myself for who I was, a complete beautiful person. 
However, I had realized that recently, ever since I gave birth, I, I have a beautiful um, eight-month-old little girl. She's turning one in March. I can't believe it. She's the most precious little thing, but I will spare you the hour and a half that I can spend talking about my daughter. Actually, hour and a half I can spend years upon years talking about my daughter. But yes, I had a baby and my self-care dropped more than it has ever dropped in my life. I didn't care to work out or eat healthy. I truly wasn't making sure that I was taking care of myself. And of course, when you have a baby, your body changes a lot. And this was something I was battling. It's something I'm still working through. I wasn't able to work as much as I normally work throughout my pregnancy. And after my pregnancy, of course, I had to take care of my baby. So I wasn't able to work as much as I would have liked. And I've always been one to prove my worth through my work and through working out like a maniac. And it seems like spirit wanted me to realize this. It seems like spirit wanted me to to take notice of the fact that I have been doing this my whole life. I do believe my daughter shined the light on the fact that I have been a workaholic my entire adult life. And even as a child, I was a workaholic. I would always think that I had to do more and more and more in order to be loved, to be accepted. So now that I gave birth, those two prime things that I would do, working out and overworking, were things that I couldn't do anymore to prove my worth. And unconsciously, I I hadn't realized it, but I was feeling unworthy. Forget the fact that I carried a whole baby in me for nine whole months. I was, was not seeing this. Going back to perspective, I wasn't seeing this. My perspective was completely flawed. And perspective can be a crazy thing. It could be like, if you have the wrong perspective, it could be like wearing these really, these really dark sunglasses that don't let you see anything. And Changing your perspective to a more positive outlook is like putting a new pair of glasses on. If you've ever had the feeling, I'm, I mean, it's an incredible feeling to be able to actually see clearly. So I started to see the fact that perhaps I couldn't hug myself because I wasn't proving my worth to myself through the various different activities that I used to do to prove my worth. So I had to really dig deep and start thinking about why I was worthy to begin with. I had to analyze the qualities in me that make me worthy. And I I went down to the core. I, I listed reasons. It was very difficult to find them. It was very hard, to be honest with you. But I wrote a couple and then I kept narrowing down. And I narrowed down to the core, to my core. And I realized that I was worthy because I was a child of God, a child of the universe. I was worthy because I came from love. And I deserved to give this love to myself. And this realization, which I made just the other day, has really made a huge difference in my life. In the short amount of time that I've realized it, I came to realize that 
self-love is not based on anything tangible. So it's not based on anything you can hold. It's not based on the car you drive or the body you have. The ego is the one that makes self-love tangible. The ego says, I am lovable because I am whatever it may be. I'm, I'm fit. I am pretty. I am smart. Whatever it may be for you. But the soul, the soul has a different perspective. The soul says, I am lovable because I simply am. And I realized that just by existing, I was enough. And this blew my mind. Now, don't don't get me wrong. It is hard to understand this concept. It's hard to say, I am. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around, around just believing that we are incredible humans simply because we are. It almost sounds cocky, right? Oh, I'm a great person because I am. I just am. You almost feel like you have to back it up with some information. Like you have to have like something to say. Like you need to have more information. You have to prove why it is so. But that's all ego. The ego needs facts and reasons and explanations. But I will, I will tell you, it is okay on your, on your way to understanding this concept of you are love, you are amazing because you just are, on the route towards realizing that, do journal about your amazing qualities. Because we all have incredible qualities to us. Some of us are really good listeners. Others might be very good with their hands. Some people heal with their voice. Just by listening to them, you feel better. So we all have amazing qualities, right? We, we all do. But these qualities are not the reason why you're amazing. Because if you didn't have this quality, you would still be amazing. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are a runner. You're an amazing runner. You've been running your whole life. You've won awards. You identify as a runner. But one day you suffer an accident. Up until this day, you have you've have felt amazing about yourself. You've thought that you had self-love. But suddenly you find that you can't walk anymore, much less run. So your entire identity shifts. You no longer feel like you deserve any love, much less respect. You don't feel this anymore. And that's because the one thing that you were relying on to be able to love yourself was taken away. So when you realize that you are amazing because you're a child of the universe and that just makes you amazing, then you'll know that no one can take this away from you. No one will ever be able to take that away from you. Now, some people are very natural at this. They are very capable of loving themselves and doing great at self-care and understanding this concept. For the others, like perhaps you, perhaps me, it's a little difficult for us to understand it. So we need to do the work. Fortunately, there are many ways that we can figure out how to increase the self-love or find it to begin with. One way that I tried, which I also found very hard, was looking in the mirror and looking into my eyes. I could not believe how difficult it was to do this. It was very difficult to look into my eyes for a long time. 
And even more difficult, the other part of the exercise was to tell myself nice things like, you are worthy, you are love, you are beautiful, you are incredible. It was difficult. It was very hard to do it. Um, Now I kind of built up the courage to do it. There's an amazing, amazing woman named Mel Robbins who wrote a book uh, called The High Five, I believe The High Five Rule, if I'm not mistaken. And it talks about high-fiving yourself in the mirror. And this exercise that I was doing is very similar to high-fiving yourself in the mirror. So let's say that you can't look at yourself into your eyes. Let's say that it's hard for you to say to yourself that you are worthy, that you're amazing. Just give yourself a high-five. Perhaps try that. Have you ever felt bad giving somebody a high five? No, you probably haven't. High fives are a form of celebration. So try to celebrate yourself with a high five or a smile or wave hello. (laughs) Let's do something, right? Let's see what works. Another very important thing that I did when it comes to self-love, I realized that I had to accept where I was It took me a couple months to get to the point where I am now that I can look in the mirror and say, you are amazing. But it took a while. It's taken my whole life, but I just started working on it. I started healing this not long ago. But I realized that it was important before I started to heal. It was important to realize where I was and give myself compassion, saying things like, I understand that I don't love myself yet, but I'm working on it. So definitely do that if today you hear this episode and you find that you also have trouble with self-love. Try to have compassion for where you are. Try to breathe. Try to center yourself and say, I am okay, even if I don't love myself yet. I will love myself soon enough. Maybe that's too hard to say too, so don't say that part. And don't feel bad about yourself for feeling like you don't love yourself. Truth is, is that we live in a world that bombards us with reasons why we shouldn't love ourselves. I mean, the media is, social media is the prime example about about why most people have trouble with self-love. Nowadays, we're constantly seeing people's houses and it's like we have a window to their house and we're able to see everything they do not everything because they don't post everything you know that we only post usually the things that make us look good hardly ever are we into posting the parts that don't make us look good I mean think about it as Instagram being a photo like an album you're not going to put pictures that you don't like in your album But what people do is they look at social media and say, oh, that's her life. Her life is like that. Her life is perfect. It's picture perfect. And then you start comparing feeds, right? You start looking at their feed and looking at your feed and wondering why your feed is not. We've all done it at one point or another. It's just part of our society to fall into this trap. However, I do believe that if we try our best to find other people as inspiration And most importantly, to check our ego, because ego is what feels envious. It's not our soul that feels envious. It's ego, basically. 
So, you know, check your ego and ask yourself, hmm, why is this triggering me? And try to switch your perspective to that of feeling inspired by what they're doing. I want to end this podcast episode by sharing a couple of self-love affirmations with you. And after I share them with you, I really hope that you take out a piece of paper and pencil and write down some of the ones that come to your mind. So write your very own affirmations. Okay, so let's get started. I love my body and all it does for me. I am enough. I am worthy of love. I respect my own boundaries. Today, I choose me. I love the woman or man that I am. I am loved. I am deserving of love. I am kind to myself. Love flows from within me. I am beautiful inside and out. I embrace my unique individuality. I deserve happiness. I let go of negative self-talk. If you need to hear these again, go back and do so. Hear them over and over again as many times as you need in order for it to seep into your brain and you start actually believing it. If you need, listen to it every single day. Because our subconscious mind is always listening to what we say about ourselves. It's always conscious of the words that we speak. This is why self-talk is so important. Positive self-talk is so important. Don't even joke about yourself in a negative way because it is not the way. Let's start loving ourselves a little more today. This will really let our light shine. I want to thank you for being here with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Marlene. Again, thank you so much. Love and light always.